<laughs> oh, bro, I thought that was a modelo this whole time. No, because you told me you weren't drinking. What a gentleman. So I'm not going to drink alone. You know what I mean? I don't so, frown upon that, bro. Yeah. What do you think uh, about the $10 million studio? It's incredible. I almost felt like a peasant walking in here. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful color scheme. Most people opt for black, but this is this is uh, high quality. I love it. And this couch, that was the first thing I said when I came in here. I was like, this couch, this couch slaps, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's good. I wanted to have the second podcast um, with you because you're in Miami. Yes. And yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Geographically in pace. We just fucking blew the all the gain. We blew all the fucking gain. We're fucking peaky. This is wild. It's like this. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go much louder than that. You know You're what not I mean? Gonna, you can't let a Cuban say that shit. Facts. <laughs> so talk to me, man. Talk to me about your new track with Black Beanick, this latest release that you got going on. How did that come about? And uh, just it, talk to me a little bit about that. It was one of those uh, organic kind of, uh, you know, collabs that happen in a two-week span where you can finish a track and get everything going and at least have it on a decent level where it's already playable is a miracle in the collab world because you know when we make tracks on our own we can kind of like push them out fast and get everything aligned but with other people you run into issues but bro with them and you've worked with them too so you yeah they're guys who just they're they're very like quick to the fucking punch when it comes to putting shit together and bro it was an organic two-week little fucking flip of the of both tracks the Cito Sabes and Pain and Pleasure look uh, man I think for me it's completely the opposite when I have a deadline or I have to work with somebody I'll like put in the effort uh, to not only work faster but mm -hmm. not get in my head so much about stuff because I don't know why I don't know why I guess it's the deadline thing and also the well this is not just my responsibility mm -hmm. so if it sucks it's sort of your fault for sure <laughs> for sure no it's true it's like there's collabs bring out some weird like it just brings out weird energy sometimes in that sense where you just you feel like there's like some conjoined like responsibility but you both want to like let reject respect each other's choices creatively yeah. but i mean you're like you want to kind of do your own thing too and it's But that's why working with them on that collab was was pretty organic because I brought the elements. I brought my girl. She she did the vocals. Originally, I had written the vocals at home. My girl recorded the first draft of the Pain and Pleasure thing. And then we brought her back in and we recorded it properly in their studio with that freaking Slate mic that they have, bro. That oh, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything Slate is just... They have that one. It slaps. Their product slaps. So. Let, me, let me get your volume up a little <clears throat> bit. Yeah, I know. Now that I'm not you, yelling you like calm, a savage. You calm down now. <laughs> There you go. Now you're in fucking the, red. The, the right. tranquilizer's kicked in. Okay, sorry. No, it kind of. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. No. Slate. Cool, Slate products, bro. They're fucking amazing. She recorded that vocal real quick, and then yeah, the rest came together organically. I kind of already came with stems with certain parts, and it was it was fast. I I do like collabs, and I like remix deadlines, just because I know like all right, I can just push myself to do that while sure. i give myself time to work on my own music how does the process differ 
with Black Beanick or by yourself? Like when you're working by yourself, how do you start? Because I know you play bass. Are you like playing bass and figuring stuff out or are you going into the drums or the melody? The, how does that work? The drums is the first and foremost. I mean, bro, when I was little, the first instrument I first learned anything musically about was drums. I started playing when I was five and I played till I was 15 and I took lessons and everything. So for some reason, when I first even heard house music in the real context, the drums was always what drew me to the sound. It was The vocals in house music, of course, iconic and shit, but there's something about the drums and hearing how like a drum machine could have so much groove if you programmed it that way blew my fucking mind. I was like, I was like, okay, so I take that approach when I make the beats because if the like I was saying earlier outside before this podcast that if the drum loop initially when I start creating a drum loop if the loop itself doesn't kind of move me already if I'm not moving in my seat back and forth like feeling the groove of it then the drums are already off like I'm not doing something right because the whole genre is based on that groove so I always go drums first I go kick uh kick go snare hi-hat and then I start on the toms I always kind of image my toms a little bit and in between the toms and the kick there has to be something interesting going on like th there just has to be I don't understand how some people don't really pay attention to the toms so much but obviously I mean I'm talking to the tom master so <laughs> some say the tom uh, extraordinaire so I don't know bro it's you yeah. know the process with the drums is so everything. yeah I'm the same I work mostly on the drums first. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm making breaks, it's gotta be the 808 with the with the drums first. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I'm making ghetto house, I'm doing tom bass lines like drum machine stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I talked about this with Black Beanie before. I have the the electron analog rhythm, and I just love the way it works. Mm -hmm. Like just making beats and having fun with it. For it, sure. I have a, I have like a bunch of 909 sounds, 707 sounds, 808 sounds in there. It's just a fucking blast. It's but, kind of like a jammy setup, right? Like you kind of like jam on it almost like yeah. in a sense. Like you, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You, you have a lot of uh, like automation settings that make it super fun. That's awesome. But, it's a different way of, of doing it too uh, it's, compared to me because I don't really use controllers like that. But I am a MIDI person. I like yeah. using MIDI racks. I like almost doing... If you look at my uh, at my channels, it's mostly MIDI. And then I'll use drum racks and stuff. And I, I don't really use uh, like uh, audio files. I've, I know people. some people produce more mm -hmm. with audio. But I, I'm really a MIDI person. I'm always about playing stuff in. I like the natural drag of my human touch. And, I even, and I have to redo it a few times, of course, because you're always going to kind of push it sometimes you 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 hold back you like drag a little too much or whatever you don't get the groove right but those perfect little accidents when you get the pocket just right and you you hear it in the loop you're like damn that's the perfect fucking little pocket you can never quantize that and make it it's, it's a natural thing so that, i get you man i do both <clears throat> i yeah I, I guess i do a lot of different processes just mm -hmm. to keep things interesting for sure but i did find that I don't get half as creative when it comes to drums if I'm just like putting them in. Yeah, it's, MIDI it's little... or audio. Yeah, yeah, I end up, you know, I end up coming back with the same sound. Mm -hmm. If you listen to my tracks and you hear like very original sounding stuff, it's most likely I made it on a drum machine. Because if I see the grid, I'm gonna follow the grid for sure. It kind of doing it, it, it influences the way you, you're you're approaching it. It's just not the normal way. Sometimes, uh, granted, we still uh, like just like you. I use several processes. Sometimes I'll even use the 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 groove pool 
in Ableton. Yeah. I, I'll do some things like that just to not fall in the same process of approaching everything the same. But there really is a fuck ton of way. I know people use track delay on Ableton. Yeah. yeah, I don't. That's something I don't personally use. I'm kind of weird. I zoom in hyper. I hyper zoom uh, and I nudge. Terrible. With the keyboard. <laughs> I know. It, it, some people have seen me make tracks and they're uh, like, how are you getting the hats to swing? And I'm like, like this. I zoom in super close and I start nudging and I just I mean, listen. I'm, there's a lot of swing in samples already. And yeah, even no, when you have to be careful. Even with you do your, have to be careful. Like when the hats are inside of the sampler, they're, ne they're never exactly on time. For sure. So there's swing there. And, mm -hmm. and that's... I mean, I don't use the milliseconds like exclusively to create swing. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I feel something is early or something is late mm -hmm. and I want to move it, that's how, that's how I use it. Yeah, no, for sure. Because imagine if I have to select everything on the channel, no. like move it a little bit. It's literally oh. me, the cycle. I hate I that. Sit there, I sit there no like way. an idiot. And the thing is, I've turned <laughs> on the delay and I've tried messing with it and it sometimes it just doesn't feel i don't know bro sometimes you get stuck doing this something the wrong way for so long okay you just figure out how to do it and you're just like okay it works okay so talk to me about something i mean you play a lot of instruments do you know music theory did you study that yeah, um i the instrument i ended up taking seriously was bass okay that's the instrument that like i was like okay you know if i'm gonna learn how and to at read. first you were like i'm never getting laid <laughs> and then then you figured out I'm making electronic music, and that's the perfect instrument. It all worked out in the it end. It worked out really, like, you know, yeah. the, the long game. You, it's the Max. goal, not it's the destination, not the the journey. So I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna miss out for a little bit, and then finally, I was like, Damn. I regret. I regret not playing <laughs> bass. I really do. I played guitar, and uh, I really do regret not playing bass. <laughs> I think it would be awesome to have just you know drop a a funky bass line for sure. every once in a while I, for sure and i've i've gotten more in tune with doing that but mm. back to the whole theory thing i yeah, yeah i mean has it helped you a lot yeah okay let me say something the the actual theory itself is very limited in like in terms of like some people use chord structures and theory like using modes and stuff you're not really applying that too much in this music what i do really appreciate all the the ear training and the music theory and all that stuff ear is the is the, is the ear training it's the yeah. ability to hear a kick and know if it's f or f sharp or e and having some sort of relative pitch i don't have perfect pitch but i do know g e f and f sharp pretty much from memory <laughs> like if i hear it i can tell you what it is i don't i could never do that but i do find myself uh, like selecting stuff that mm -hmm. is in key for sure so subconsciously I did get to the point where I do that, but I couldn't. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be just like, "All right, that's that." No fucking way. <laughs> it's weird. That's kind of no like way. a weird skill that you kind of have to train too. And it, yeah. it took me a while of training it. It was weird, but it gets weird as fuck because I have t tinnitus in my right oh ear, my and God. it rings. I have it, too. It, it rings in B. So like, if I'm making a track that's in fucking like G flat or A, a sharp, literally, there's like certain dissonance that I'm like, but it depends because my tinnitus rings up certain times way worse than others but oh, there's been moments where i'm literally hearing b and i'm like where the fuck is that b coming from and then i'm like yeah <laughs> so yeah it's it's weird but dude all that shit was really fine-tuned because i've always had good relative pitch but oh, i got fine-tuned playing jazz and doing ear training in school and all that kind of shit so you know what happens to me <laughs> i um i always hear the alarm at night which alarm? You have an alarm? Yeah, yeah, I have an alarm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I live in a house. 
right? I have an alarm. The other day, a homeless guy tried to try to come into my house, man. What? Yeah. And he looks at me, and I'm like, the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> he was like, Because hey, like, he was clearly not here to rob me. Yeah. I mean, he probably was, but he was just trying to, you know, trying doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? He wasn't that motivated. He wasn't going to fucking. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yo, get off my property, or, or I'm going to shoot you. And I'm like, I don't have a gun, but, you know, you say what you need to well, say. Yeah, it's like, what does he know? Whatever, dude. Pull out the fucking moog. God damn it. <laughs> so, we met a while back. Mm -hmm. I think you're just a cool guy in general. You're very relaxed. You, you live your own life your own way. I would say you don't play the social media game, in a sense. But what do you, what do you think about that? Do you need to play the social media game to make it? Or can you, you know, walk your own path and still have people like find your music and figure you out without it? That's a very deep question. Um, I think if you, <laughs> I think if you're an insanely good writer, if you're if you kill it within the production level, I feel like you can make a killing as an artist to some extent, to some extent. You might not be, I mean, you can make a name for yourself in the industry, maybe as a ghostwriter. But if you want to play the artist game, truly, mm -hmm. like what you're saying, the artist as an artist, yeah. you do got to play that game to some extent. I'm slowly learning it because I come from the world of posting videos of me just playing music, like playing instruments. And that's my idea of just sharing what I'm into because I'm not going to sit here and be like, what's up, dudes? Hit subscribe, like, and smash that... That's me. Uh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> it's it's That's hard, me. but we all kind of fall into it at some no, point. No, I mean, it's like I learned how to do it. I, I actually hate when people are on social media and we're just like eating food and stuff and some everybody's on their phone. Mm -hmm, yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. It, I don't want to be that guy. But then I'm like, if I, if I don't post something, then there's no content. If there's no content when I post music, people won't see it. So you got to sort of do it. And but I you did really try do. to find my own way of doing it, mm -hmm. and that's why I did the roast, and uh, that's what I'm doing the podcast. And I thought not only for me, but for the people that I believe are good producers and mm -hmm. are making their own music, they deserve to have their personality out there. And just I want the people watching this to get to know you and get to know for me. Sure outside of just like yo what's good here's the new track it's dropping right now what up what up and on this podcast i don't do plugs i don't do anything we just talk and we just hang out um on the roast i definitely like i'm just like every 10 minutes i'm like oh, what's up bro lincoln bio lincoln bio i mean i don't do that but i do I go with yeah, like definitely hit the follow button. I'm, I mean, it's if you <laughs> no, don't you say to, it, people bro. won't won't understand it. And but I don't use clickbait. Uh, I try to give back as much as I can. For sure. No, you do, bro. You do it in the most wholesome way possible, and that's the, I, mean, I think that's the important thing. That if you're gonna play the game, at least do it from a genuine place, so that people don't think it's coming from that like. <laughs> I, got I think more you, you gotta be realistic. Yeah. Uh, on what you can do. Like, yeah. I can do the roast. Like, I can listen to people's tracks and tell them, hey, this needs this. Mm -hmm. This isn't mixed the right way. I know I can do that. It's not it's not an incredibly, incredible amount of work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot more work to just go and, and make videos for social media than mm -hmm. do this. 
or hang out with you like we're yeah. friends i'm happy to sit down and just shoot yeah, the shit for sure. so for it's sure. not it's not work it's fun and uh yeah hopefully this thing like i would love to do this this is fun yeah dude this is a genuine like just talking shit and just Moving yeah. over things, it doesn't feel like a task, that, that, and that's tends to be the weird thing about the whole social mm. media shit. It becomes, yeah. it becomes almost like a scheduled thing, and like you feel anxiety, also like mad anxiety from. There's this whole thing happening right now with Tech House, right? Tech House is the new EDM. Mm -hmm. So, 100. What EDM DJs were doing, so Steve Aoki and all these people, now Tech House DJs are doing that. They're creating this. Like I'm a I'm a party personality, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, like let's get fucked up and and film it, and I'm here with a bunch of girls and stuff. When clearly, you know, I gotta say, man, 99% of you are nerds, music producers in general. We all are. It's true. It's right? true. It's a facade. If, if you're making your own music, you're yeah. all you're all fucking nerds. That's not cool, man. That's not the guy that gets girls. Yeah, it's not the conversation starter yeah. at the club. <laughs> For sure. So <laughs> the the question is, should it would you be better off just like pretending or or or, or let's say giving out this image of that you're clubbing 24/7 and and going crazy because I got to say it's not realistic. If you are doing that, then you're not making your own music. For sure. I mean, dude, how far are you going to stretch that whole gimmick? To, it gets to a certain extent where it's like, to what level is that gimmick going to go? Like, okay, people party, we get it. People party and they have a good time, bro. I love to party. I love to rave. I love to do. But to a certain extent, it's like, it, it comes off fake after a while. And it doesn't like, we're, this is also a craft. I mean, so it's like, there's kind of like a, I don't know if it's a lack of respect, but it's a weird way to brand your entire musical entity around something that's not musical inherently. <laughs> Like, it, that's the problem. To me, that's the but problem with it. it's working. No, it does work. It's because wor like you said, we're, it's the new EDM. So it's, it's like yeah. we're, we're not trying to now cater to only real producer-minded people, like like actual-headed people that like are heady when it comes to that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. como like gear. and Yeah, there's no shit. money in uh, niche. Yeah, exactly. There's no and money in I niche. I came from a scene that was all that. Like, I came from no like, money. The, the metal and the rock scene, bro. This is... We're talking about the yeah. the best website for people to talk about music in the metal scene. There's a website called Seven String Forum, and all it is is people talking about gear. Just That's forms. like gear sluts. It's like gear sluts. Yeah, it's but, like eh, gear sluts is not gear sluts anymore. Eh? I think it's gear, <laughs> gear something. Yeah, no, because the sluts was sluts is demeaning. It's too spicy. And um, I don't know what is it now. I don't know. I don't know. It's gear sucias. I mean, for sure. It's true, it's true. That's but, such a hit. The same thing happened with that. Um, I, I had the t-shirt before the uh, Chinatown Market brand. Oh, yeah. They, they had to drop shit. Chinatown mm. from it. And, uh, yeah, they lost all that branding, but now they're market, 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 which is even dumber. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it makes even and, less uh, sense. You're like, what? Yeah. I would have never buy one of those t-shirts. I no. bought it because it, it was a charity thing. So if you bought it, you were giving that money to charity. <laughs> It was a very good cause. And you would get the t-shirt. So I got it. And I got the t-shirt. It's such shitty fucking quality. I was like, I'm so glad that money went to charity because this is a terrible t-shirt. And anybody who wears this has no idea about clothing. Also, yeah, shout out. There you go. Shopbrokenenglish.com. Yeah, that's do true. That. I have one of them. They're and super this, comfy. this is quality, bro. No, shit is comfy. I wear these all the time. I wear this shit to the gym. 
And people were like, what the fuck does that shirt, what is it saying? I'm like, you don't even know. You long don't sleeves, <laughs> long sleeves as well. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've thought about it a lot. I've been thinking about it. Like when it comes to, you know, this influencer DJs that are coming up now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these TikTok guys and girls that are becoming DJs and now they're like headlining festivals. It's a... Uh, it's sort of a difficult position to be in. You want to be positive. You want to not care about it. But at the same time, even not for myself, mm -hmm. but for the producers and DJs I respect, uh, it's kind of shitty. Because I'm like, yo, you know, that's another person's place that could be there, you know, getting their music out. It's a lot, to be honest, on a personal level, the saltiness that comes from that mm. sometimes is kind of yeah. like, you have to kind of almost control yourself. Oh, because yeah. You could get so negative about that shit. Like, that's something I get really negative about, but I try not to be, you don't ever want to be a hater. You, you don't, don't want to be, be somebody yeah. who's like trying to impede or like stop somebody else's good time or like their rise because, I mean, mm. it's not good to be like that, but at the same time, are you not going to be salty when you're seeing people who have not put in any of the work, have not done really the the groundwork to me music is something that you pay respect to yeah. if you're going to participate you're going to have to be respectful of the people who have put in <laughs> triple the amount of time that you have and then come from this place of like i just learned how to dj a year ago and i'm fucking headlining fucking ultra i'm back to back with fucking kfc fucking colonel sanders at ultra like the people that like the music that we make will find it and if it's also our choice i say mm -hmm. it all the time I make music because I enjoy making music, and that gives me the freedom to make the music I want to make. For sure. And that's why I make weird shit that For I sure. enjoy. And and that's about it. I feel like because first, first and foremost, that's the most important thing. Facts. Like, if you're not having fun. Like, I 100% know <clears throat> that I could jumpstart my career mm -hmm. just by going tech house. I don't even have to go, like, pop. Yeah. I could just go tech house and mm -hmm. already get twice as many gigs. Or you could you could even go poppier and hookier and get more, but that's not my goal. No, for sure. I also I I'm I'm good with money. I'm I'm pretty decent with my money. Mm -hmm. Your like, you your incentive is literally yeah. it's just like I want to have fun, man. Yes, yeah, I want to have fun. I want to hang out with my friends. For sure. Uh, you know, I I want to go to camp out and party for four days. Yeah, like we will. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a blast, man. Oh yeah. That's gonna be cool. I'm really, I'm really hyped about that. I'm too bad I couldn't like get the RB. Mm -hmm. What, what are you saying? What are you doing? I'm still trying to figure all that out because it's, it's, it's money's tight. So I'm just trying to figure out that whole situation. But I, I'm gonna get out there for sure. So I think I'm just gonna do the hotel, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I don't know, which might be a double-edged sword, because I might do the hotel and then just, you know, keep staying inside <laughs> of the festival. <laughs> just find a so, to just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm really afraid of. I'm yeah. afraid of ending up at the festival anyways every night. <laughs> for real. You're gonna you're just gonna be like, where the hell did I pay for that hotel? But I mean you've been there before. You've mm. been to No, I've never been You haven't been to West I've Coast? Never been to any camp. Oh man. Not East Coast or West Coast. West Coast is a different animal. It's very special. It's another thing. Like I really loved camping. I think it's a just a great event and being able to sleep at your their hotel room bro is golden there's something magical about golden that man it just, just it feels it feels so high class God, man for a rave even, environment that feels high class when yeah. you're like i can go take a shit in my own bathroom <laughs> it's just like 
The greatest feeling on earth, bro. Porta potties. Ordering food. Ordering food. Ordering food. Yeah, I mean. Ordering food, getting the food that you want, and uh, just having like a a midday nap Mm -hmm. is. uh, I don't know what to tell you. No, it's it's god tier shit. Like we're that's pampered. (laughs) But West Coast is another level. Mm -hmm. First of all, is it's like five, you know, five times as many people. And uh, what two? What is it? Two, three stages. Yeah. It's like it's sort of three stages, like mm-hmm. two and a half. Uh, it's amazing, man. It's like it's really special. I'm not a you know I'm not a festival guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see. I'm I don't not see a, you go I'm not a festival guy at all. I've mm-hmm. never really enjoyed them. I used to party a lot, mm-hmm. right? But I I partied in Ibiza, and I partied around Europe, and like since I was sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. You know what these guys are doing on on TikTok now? Yeah. I, was, I was doing that <laughs> at, off the gram at seventeen, off like gram, no bro. Instagram. You know, I've, I had already seen all of that. So when I came to clubs here or I came to a festival, it was like, like me? this is not it. <laughs> this is not it. This yeah. is very um, plastic. Yeah, or it, for it sure. was for sure. But when I got to West Coast, it was like. Everybody was there because they enjoyed that music. They were open, friendly, mm-hmm. and and yeah, man, it was just an, such an excellent time. That's kind of, to be honest. When I went to camping, like that was my first, not my first Dirty Bird event because I went to Dirty Bird Players Ball home base at the same hotel. Mm-hmm. They did it like two years before. Oh, home base, yeah. and it was it was a lot of fun, and I had a great time. But at camping, I especially felt like that. That lack of kind of like people, nobody had really an ego. Nobody was there for the vibes and to like, even if it's your first interaction with somebody, you're already talking like your friends. Like Mm -hmm. I noticed with everybody, I would run into random people in the, the hallways and shit and just make friends instantly. So it's like, who doesn't like that vibe, bro? Everybody was there for the music and to vibe. Nobody was there to be fucking crazy like compared to other festivals you, you do spot a lot of fake ass people that are not there at all for the music they well, you're just like okay, why are you even here look I, I mean and i don't even care if you're not there for the music mm-hmm. but there was not one time where somebody bumped into me and looked at me bad mm-hmm. no yeah none of that aggressive not i'm gonna fucking fight you for stepping on not my toes. one <laughs> time that happened and for me that's so amazing like yeah, just it, go go anywhere here first five minutes somebody's gonna yeah. hit you on the shoulder and and give you that yo what's good man mm-hmm. two seconds of space you're getting stepped on and then you have a chad yelling in your ears yeah. life story trying to hit on a girl while you're trying to watch and then I'm, I'm like in this kung fu movie where all my 10 years of muay thai are running through my head <laughs> like is, is this gonna be it or not but I never do it, man. We'll get tossed out. Be safe. Be good. Be good. Be good people. It's not don't, worth it. Don't get into dumb arguments. Assault remember, charges are not worth it, bro. Yeah. In the U.S., you go to jail. That's the thing. That's the thing. They mm-hmm. might even hit you. And if you respond and actually beat them, the cops might come pick you up. Mm-hmm. So just don't do it. Just don't do it. Stay positive and plur. Okay? Plur it out. Well, the serotonin is running low. Plur keep it, it out. Keep it plur. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like no. I said, I'm not much of a I'm not a I'm not much of a raver. I'm not much of a of a festival guy, mm-hmm. but I'm a music guy since I was you know basically born, and I definitely am a party guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like I like clubs for sure more than festivals. That's it. I completely feel you. It's it's two different experiences entirely. Personally, I've had good festival experiences. Yeah, I've yeah. had I've had some that were me. There's different like, festivals, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I used, I mean, I used to go to Sonar in Barcelona, mm-hmm. 
I think what I don't like is a thousand people crushed like sardines looking at a stage that is a kilometer away. I that's say, that's what I don't that like. That shit is a little weird. I will say I because don't, sometimes don't like it's that. like the, <laughs> you don't even know where the DJ is. Yeah, like, what this the is fuck a production. It's like yeah. a fucking set. You're there and you're like, yo, can you get the live stream on your phone because like, we can see who the hell is playing. <laughs> Bro, I swear to God, 2018 EDC. When I was watching, I think it was like on the, it was like on the not the main stage but the secondary stage where they sometimes played dubstep. They had like Chami and Mala and all these people playing. Dog, you couldn't even tell who the fuck was playing. You would have to look at the schedule because you're like, who the? And then even if they had it lit up, you, you just you can't <laughs> see shit. After a while, I was like, and everybody's so fucked up. They probably think they're still listening to a DJ from six o'clock, and they're like, oh, it's nine o'clock already. Oh. It's like it's a different experience. I personally, the first bro, the first time I went to a club was 2018. What? Club space in 2018. I had never gone to a club. Really? And I, and Co- no, the first time was Koyo with you and Black V-Neck. Wow. I don't even consider that man. a club. I consider that a room. That's a room pretty nah, much. That's, but, a nice, that's, yeah. a, that's a nice yeah, like, I, little club. That, it's a that little room is club. dope as fuck. It is dope as fuck. A little club, that. but it's cool. Yeah, no. And the sound was good in there. And you guys, yep. you guys were fucking throwing down. And that was the first time in any environment like that i've ever been i, I came from a different scene entirely i came from metal and rock you came from metal warp tour and all that bullshit i've been stuff. the thing is i've been in the mm-hmm. house thing since i was yeah 10 years old like just listening to electronic music and going to you know clubs to listen to it like that's that's what i like the most i like mm-hmm. all kinds of music mm-hmm. but for me it's always been you know also in europe it's like house music is on the radio a lot and it's been there mm-hmm. for the longest time. So it's normal. Like, I think in the States, it's only been a, a few years where you get a couple of electronic music songs in, in yeah. mainstream radio. Yeah, and it's, it's still pretty spread like, out. Still, like, from Rihanna. Or like, yeah. You found love <laughs> in a heartless place. Yeah, and Colin Harris in the back. That's the one. Colin Harris. <laughs> when are you moving to L.A., man, to become the, your true influencer self? I know, but, like, that's a real question. They were like... What do you think about the LA scene? And do you think that you need to move to LA to actually, you know, have a music career? Or can you have it in any city in the States? Maybe not every city. Where we're <laughs> from, Miami? Hell yeah. I mean, I don't, bro, I love, I love Miami, dude. Oh. And, and as much as I hate Miami, because we all hate Miami. <laughs> We, we hate it to some extent there's things we all hate about it but we love it too because all, all due respect where's the scene here that's a good question the scene is kind of spread thin i mean we do where's have, the scene there the thing is there's a lot of local clicks and i think that's what this whole scene is it's just a bunch of local clicks of Look, promoters and djs in, in my opinion man when it comes to miami uh, miami five or six years ago i think was excellent Five, five years ago was great. There were a lot of small house clubs in mm-hmm. Wynwood, and there were, a, there were a few house nights and tech house nights, but now, and not even now after COVID, like pre-COVID, mm-hmm. I think there's, you know, Link Miami Revels with Space and Floyd, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't know, I, I couldn't name anything else. Just hey, let, what do you, let me know. You No, you're 100% right. The thing is, bro, I showed up to the scene in 2018, so I wasn't even yeah, there so for you the didn't even, yeah, I don't you have, like, a reference. You didn't live it, but, yeah, it was good, man. Like, you would just go to Wynwood and go, you would go to the back of Koyo, mm-hmm. 
and then they they would have house a, a lot of days and you would go even to 1-800-LUCKY and well that was that was you know further ahead but there were mm -hmm. there were a lot of spots where you would listen to house music and tech house and um you would go to trade because mm -hmm. trade was link miami rebels when space wasn't mm -hmm. and i do think link miami rebels have done amazing stuff they've brought way better djs than they used to bring to space yeah. before them but they just took over so well that they you know there's not a lot else going on maybe in fort lauderdale yeah there's more of a scene now in fort lauderdale they have that the venue place there's a few mm. there's more of a scene coming but you're you're really right that it is dominated by link and in yeah, space, yeah, yeah. pretty much, there really and isn't that's anything dope. else. And uh, I love it, but I would love to see smaller things come up. I, I think it would be cool, even just for me to go just listen to music. No, for sure. Because so, not, I don't want to go to space all the time. Going to space is a whole like, I, I feel like I want to bring a backpack. <laughs> you know, it is. It's a like, fucking journey. All right, bro. we're gonna go to space. All right, you're gonna you gotta get ready. The headliner is gonna go on at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. We gotta get there. We gotta either call somebody to try to get back, or or you know, mm -hmm. pay seventy five dollars or something like that. So it's a whole thing. And For sometimes sure. on on a Saturday, I wanna have you know, I wanna have a tequila and listen to some house music at a nice place mm -hmm. without doing the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Don't... I love Space Park though. Yeah, no, Space Park is... Yeah, uh, I dig no. that a lot. I, that, I that like that vibe. The vibe of that and really like good the, vibe. the actual spacing of it is perfectly mm. set up. The sound and everything was, was phenomenal. So That's dope shit. That, that shit yeah. is dope. But the thing is, we could only hope that more things, more opportunities through events like that pop up. But, I mean, 1-800-LUCKY is kind of a good spot to go on a random day. Yeah. If you want to kind of like catch a vibe, it's still a good spot for sure. They'll, they'll have good artists playing on any random weekend, so... That's a good spot. That's but the bro past that, I really can't think of any other spot to be honest. There, there were a lot. Right of I just the, thought it. I was I was thinking even pre COVID. That, but that's everything. why that's why I'm asking, man. That's yeah. why I'm asking because in L A, there are gigs mm -hmm. every weekend, multiple gigs, house gigs. That I you know sometimes I do think about it, but when it comes to scene, like bro, here you have it so much comp so much more complicated. You gotta For basically, sure. you gotta go play gigs in Orlando or go play gigs outside of Florida. But you don't have the option of there's a ton of stuff going on here. No, it's true. It's literally like fishing in an empty pond at this point in terms of gigs in Miami. Mm. You got to really get lucky. They're all also in L.A. They're all meeting up. Oh, like yeah. All of the people that are on Dirty Bird, mm -hmm. that are making music, that we know, they're all together all the time, mm -hmm. playing together, collaborating no, you can't argue the the state at least of the communities of music within the states. Yeah. The, the here, here it's gotten pretty ridiculous, bro. I mean, and the, then, the people that I know that make music it's, it's you and Black Beanac here, and uh, that's basically it. Right? Yeah, pretty much for like our sound and our uh -huh. our our style is. It's kind of weird. You would expect more product. Yeah. You would expect more production to come out of the city. For sure. To be honest, like at, yeah. the, at a higher caliber, you would expect more. But I think the whole party culture and the promoter culture, I mean, mm. has 
it's pretty much what promoter culture ends up being in any fucking place where it's just yeah. these people who are not really pushing the music side of things. They're only focusing on the party things and uh, making a final budget at the end of the night, getting their money in and but putting filling pockets of other people. And it's like all that shit affects the main frame of the whole community because then people are not doing it for the right reasons. And at least you could say that may, people in LA, maybe not all of them are doing it for the right reasons, but they're at least have a community like there's a they sense have, of community. they have a ton of events man and, yeah, they, and they have they have, they have also the crowd to fill it and here yeah, that too here that you know reggaeton took over pretty hard mm -hmm. and uh there's just a lot of reggaeton clubs man a lot of reggaeton clubs Dude, that took that... over the house clubs and uh that happened i mean there's treehouse now that i mm -hmm. think about it there's treehouse uh i haven't heard of any DJ I wanted to see at Treehouse mm -hmm. yet, but I know my friend Leo plays at Treehouse every once mm -hmm. in a while. No, Treehouse is dope. Treehouse is probably one of the f last standing ones that is, one, a good location, two, great sound. Electronic music. And electronic music. So it, at least we have that, but still, bro, it's... It's not a it's lot. Kind of, it's kind of weird it's considering how... Considering we're the free state, the state that's open and uh, I mean, not uh, locked down. I'm look, like, man, I'm a, I think I'm, I'm a haircut away from, you know, making reggaeton, you know? I'm just like... <laughs> You get one of those lines, man, and start making freaking thoughts. That's it. No, what do you think money. I got this, bro? I'm, I'm already putting together a mixtape. I mean, talk to me about that shit, no, bro. Come just, on. Bro, I had been waiting a long time to get a face tattoo, and I, I just, I don't know, man. I, th I thought it was the right time. I was and like, you thought, like, let's go with a fucking Pirates with, of the Caribbean. Espada, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Traditional. <laughs> <laughs> imported but no yeah no i, I always and had that, an, is that from your that's from your ep oh yeah no this is from the dirty birdie ep and that's what i originally came in for was this piece and it, it oh, came up came out fucking dope and it looks good it looks yeah, good shout out my artist adrian he, he fucking killed it he's venezolano i mean he came like five years ago i uh, i don't have any man. tattoos man they're not for everyone bro i would you I know it's tattoos. like if, first of all It's some masochistic, psychotic shit. You know how bad it hurt to get the inside of the knuckle like that? You see this little piece right here? I, I think that, it looks, I mean, I think it looks dope. It I looks just, dope. I just like, I have a, I have commitment issues oh, with yeah. it when it comes to that. Like, I don't know if I'm going to put it on and then I'm going to hate it in a couple months <laughs> and I'm going to get stressed out because I have this thing that. Dude. So, sure. so the only thing I could tattoo would be like something, you know, something about my family or something like that that you you like you For know sure. that you're not gonna yeah hate. you're not gonna you're not gonna see your mom's name one day and be like yeah, god like, damn oh, it fuck you man <laughs> fucking <laughs> <laughs> no bro it's not for everyone and to be honest i I, i have this weird personality trait and i'm like super decisive if i if that's i want cool, something or i know shit. something that i want i know that i want it. i don't really second guess it i'm not I that mean, kind that's of awesome that's a good trait to have man either that or i fuck up really bad <laughs> in the following four years i'm like good so lord double-edged sword but so okay let, let's do like a let's do like a rapid fire thing do you have any books you recommend on music production books on music production Dude, not off the top of my head. I don't think I've ever read a book on a book. What's on music What's the best tip you have for any you know music producer? It could be starting out or or even anybody. Leveling, leveling, leveling your elements properly, and two, spacing your elements properly. Those right. are like the f two things that I wish somebody would have fucking told me at the beginning that how important it is to have levels in relation to elements and how they should stack on top of each other like a fucking sandwich. Uh, just like if you don't have your levels right, nothing falls into place the right way. It stumps a lot of people and also spacing because people won't know whether elements should sit on the side, should be imaged. 
shouldn't be right in your face. That's something that you emphasize a lot on in your roast. Yeah. And it's something that could like change the game for me from if you listen to my first productions till now, the imaging is like a huge difference. There's like an actual understanding of space in mm -hmm. a mix. So I think that's probably the first two things you could tell anyway. And in any genre, it's not even just electronic music because any product and if you're producing any genre, like things have to sit right. And that's the fundamental of it sitting right. And let's not get into EQ and all that shit, but honestly. I mean, so what's your favorite piece of gear if you have any? Uh to be honest. My favorite piece of gear right now is my is my Moog, my sub thirty seven. Just because that thing has like, I, I can't explain it. It just sounds so sounds different, yeah. fucking good. Like there's like a, a, a fucking, fullness. Yeah, it's, it's like a fullness. It's hard to explain it. I don't want to be the fucking cliche. It's analog, bro. You know, I don't want to like just say it, but it is. It's analog, bro. <laughs> it's, uh, it just sounds fucking great. And I spent a lot of money on it. And I, you know, sometimes when you pull the trigger on a $1,700 piece of equipment, you might get regret if you don't know how to use it well, how much is properly seventeen hundred bucks yeah so and then i was looking at the profits and i was like cool let me get a profit dave smith profit in 5k and yeah, i was like was, what, what the what are you talking about i was like i'm not a fucking um, what the fuck i, was, I no, went on a tour and i was like let me get those uh emulations real quick <laughs> nah man i got the plug-in profit that sounds i think i mean this is I mean, I don't even I don't remember what the analog rhythm caused, but it's it's a lot. Yeah, no, they're it's, they're pricey it's, it's little Um But yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't have that much stuff. So let's say if you bought the Moog and you just bought mm -hmm. that and you became an expert with it, I think it's worth it. For sure. The problem is if you buy the Moog and then you buy another one and then you buy another stuff and then you're like, I need the profit and then I need that and then I need that and then you end up playing, you know, your MIDI keyboard. Don't for sure. No, I, that's where the hole is for me. That's why I like I have one drum machine. I mean, the Behringer 808 cost me like 180 bucks or something. So, mm -hmm. like, I, I'm okay. I'm okay spending that. Shout out, have, shout out, Behringer. You guys are the fucking gods. I well, love you. Or not. Please don't burn <laughs> me in the comments. Like, I'm, I, I respect the original people and all that. Oh, no. I respect them too. But, yeah. Behringer, your price points. Don't clip this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I have my, <laughs> I have my Novation, uh, peak. I don't, I don't, I don't really need anything else. I mean, I would actually spend more money on processing gear. For sure. No, to I be think honest, I've learned that, better. I've learned that the hard way too, that the processing gear is actually yeah. outboard geared, actual DAX, good DAX, everything, I, all that kind of shit is way more important at the end of the... Every six months, I think about spending $2,000 on a, on the culture, like, like a distortion box. Mm -hmm. Every six months, I'm like, should I do that? And then I'm like, bro, you really get, what are you doing, bro? Like, why don't you go to bail and, and ski for a week instead of doing that? But it does happen, man. No, so what, you might have to do it someday. I'm going to stop you. You know, when, when I'm feeling rich as hell, I'll do it. But right now, I'm just surviving. When that, when that Bitcoin go up. <laughs> I don't have any cryptocurrencies. Do not listen to this, man. I don't have anything. Sorry, I was speaking solely yeah. about myself. The IRS entered the chat. <laughs> and he said, I don't have absolutely anything. I don't even know what that is. Okay? I don't know what that is. ¿Qué es eso? You have you have any you have any questions for me? Uh yeah, bro. What's literally if you were to play an instrument 
super well, like god tier level. What now after all these years of seeing yeah. all these? Because mine has changed. I mean, I would, I would like. I think it would be very useful for me to be very good at piano. A piano, yeah. That's honestly uh, That's, uh, um, after the shift after a while. The piano was the one I learned last and the least, the least mm. uh, amount of like comf comfortability and being able to play it and pick up on things is piano for me. But it's because I chose it last. And I think back on it, I'm like, playing guitar is awesome. Don't get me wrong. And I actually got this weird MIDI controller. It's not in my possession yet. It was a it was a GoFundMe Kickstarter campaign. So they're still trying to put it together. But well, the one with the colors, the it's one called the Jammy. I don't know if you that's heard such about. a scam. Bro. It's like yeah, no, I'm probably gonna receive a box with a fucking turd <laughs> in it. Such a scam. <laughs> gonna have a little. That shit has that shit has been a GoFundMe for like seven years no yeah and I, I keep getting an email every month from the guy i don't know what his name is something he's european and he's just like oh we hey. we're looking for new chips we're looking hey, for new chips and I'm i I, I know this is a small podcast but if you want to send over the midi thing so i can try it out send it over and uh if you want to sponsor this show hit me up okay hit me liquid death come hit me up i know you sponsor a lot of shitty podcasts so do it. let's do this thing do it but yeah no that tastes just like water <laughs> i've seen that on so many podcasts that liquid oh yeah death. that's why i did it it's like it's a you know it's a plant there so i can get the sponsorship yeah, no, you're smart man um so yeah piano man i would definitely like to be very good at piano i think it's the most useful instrument because mm -hmm. it just translates to everything else yeah all the voicings are there so Bass, everything, yeah, harmony, i everything. i know a little bit And every once in a while, I'm like, I'm going to get a piano teacher. And then I'm like, just imagine me sitting with like this 70-year-old woman teaching me piano mm -hmm. on a Wednesday. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't know about that. It's like when I learned guitar and I was sitting down and I was like just trying to play ACDC and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And this dude was like, you, you have to learn the Spanish guitar first. <laughs> And it's like, you know what? To show you how to use, I don't, use I, and I, like. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. So I'm, I will eventually do it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying, I think I'm trying to do this thing called like, uh, learn piano in 21 days. What is it like a pro, a uh, fucking 10 step program? I'm just an internet scam. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> that, that's what that is for sure. Um, so you got any like underground artists, under, underground artists that you want to shout out? we should uh, recommend the people bro to be honest and he's not really that underground black really. Phoenix. <laughs> yeah definitely them i love you guys i'm not yeah. talking shit uh wyatt marshall bro that wyatt man, marshall i know he's not he's more famous than you i know that's what i'm saying he's not really <laughs> underground but in my mind the minimal tech shit that he makes yeah, is just like that's i'm not, just kidding man. it's not like you feel me it's not the most mainstream kind of tech no nah, he's dope shit, man he's dope but he just makes stuff that like from a mixing standpoint plus sound selection he's good he just makes dope ass shit like i can't really like say why i would bring him up in this conversation but like lately everything i've run into yeah. that he makes i keep going back to it and playing and i'm like This is like, and you know, obviously, I don't just, I don't make minimal tech exclusive. I've had some tracks that are more minimal sounds, but I don't make minimal tech. But I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make minimal reggaeton. So. <laughs> I am, I am. I think that would be the move, man. I've been. I mean, I'm, I know, I'm cutting you off. And no, list, no, 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 you're good. I want to hear this. So I actually met one of the guys from uh, Proyecto Uno, and he was like, "Yo, hit me up 
I'm thinking about it so much. Like, I want to hit him up because I want to make a, a El Tiburón remix. But you know they're going to want me to do something with, like, the new album. Oh, that, yeah. So I'm 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 keeping that card there. I might do it. Dude. Like I said, I might do it. I might just you... get the I might just get the line, you know? For I might sure. Just get the line for <laughs> and start. I want to make a merengue house EP. For sure. I'm a, Dude, I might hit yeah. you up for that. No, so for if sure. you could help me out with with some live instruments. For sure. No, dude, you know. Solo te quiero Solo te quiero Solo te quiero That's the buy. <laughs> well, man. Oh yeah, bro. This has been very cool. Where can the people follow you check out your music what stuff do you have coming up next it's time to hit the plugs okay we're hitting all the plugs dipsy 305 is usually my handle on almost everything so you can find me there if you can't just but dipsy by itself but do not put it with an s because you will get teletubbies you do not want to click on that nor do i want to get sued so teletubbies okay. wh whoever owns the teletubbies please do not sue me is dipsy a teletubby he is but with a oh. with an s and he's the green one is that where the name comes from sadly it doesn't come directly inspired from that but after the fact i was like oh shit that's a teletubby but i went too far i had already made the handles you know when you make the facebook yeah, page yeah, the email and everything you're and, you're and you're you're just don't backstep just like are you, are you trying to get the rid of the the periods in between your name were you able to do that finally look uh <laughs> i just touched on a no 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 i am i am i am i'm trying i'm trying to do it i'm just i'm i'm waiting for the right moment i think i'm waiting for the right moment is it uh, hard to like do a full overhaul on that shit? Or? It's not hard. I mean, it, uh, you can start any time. Mm -hmm. The problem is like if you want to sort of keep your catalog, then it's hard to do. For sure. And also Ernesto doesn't work because I, I can't just be Ernesto. It needs mm -hmm. to be something else. That's it needs true. to be, you know, Ernesto with a three or whatever. <laughs> but... I can't just do Ernesto because if I do Ernesto, it's gonna be first of all impossible to find, and and then it, I had to add something. So I might call myself Ernesto Salazar, but that's definitely a tech house DJ. It's a hundred percent a tech house DJ that goes back to back with Marco Carola. So I don't know about that. What do you guys think? I mean, drop it in the comments if you think I should be Ernesto Salazar, or just like put my nuts on the table and be like, I'm Ernesto and I'm the only one. Like forget about Che Guevara. Let me know what you think. Drop it in the comments. Um, this is the Broken English Podcast. This was Dipsy. You can check all of my stuff at Ernesto Beats. We're out. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Anytime, bro. I love you, man. Thank you for the pizza, by the way. Hey. This man knows how to bake a pizza. <laughs> all right. Big shout out, Wire Marshall. <laughs>